the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show only on 101.9 Hi FM. Thank you for choosing Hi Kids on Hi FM. My name is Michelle Fan and I'm 10 years old and I will be hosting for you today. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. Coming up on Hackett today, I will be interviewing Norwazi Tato Dinalani. She is a student pilot, so stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM. Get ready for a very interesting show on Hackett today. You're listening to Hackett on 101.9 Chai FM. This is Hackett for Kids by Kids. My name is Michelle Fan and I'm your host for today. Good afternoon, Norwazi. Hi. <laughs> Hello, how are you? I'm good, thanks, and you? Good, thank you. Let's start with the questions. Okay. Okay. Why did you want to become a pilot? Can I be honest with you, right? You know how everybody has these fantastic stories about yeah. how they went to the airport as children, you know? With me, it wasn't even like that. Literally, grade 10, when I had to choose my subjects, no, grade 9, yeah. when I had to choose my subjects for grade 10, I was conflicted whether to take history or geography. Yeah. So history would have been for law, to be a lawyer, yeah. and then geography would have been for the pilot career. So my mom convinced me, just take the geography, you know, you've been doing well with it. So I was like, okay, cool. And yeah. then, yeah, that's where it sparked, really. Mm. Okay. Did you always want to be a pilot, even when you were a kid? No. Yeah. <laughs> that's no. I don't even want to lie to you. That's not even, it's far from the truth. It started grade eight where the thought came. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, I want to be either a surgeon, a pilot, or a model. Right. And then the surgeon idea went out of the window because I was like, no, no, that's not for mm-hmm. me. Then the pilot idea stuck with me from grade 10 until today now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it literally started like officially 20 ooh, 2014 Long time ago. <laughs> 2014 so what did you want to be when you were a kid then a uh, surgeon uh, that was my <laughs> you know my career path and then yeah I was like, no. where are you studying to become a pilot i'm studying at johannesburg school of flying in rand airports yeah yeah that's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. I won't lie. It's just hiring, you know. Yeah. It's, it's worth it. How long does it take to qualify? Well, the aviation course, it takes... I can't exactly put a time frame on it because you do everything in your own time. You choose yeah. when you want to go write your exams, when you want to go and fly. Uh, yeah. So there's no certain time period, but the one that the school gives is like... Two and a half years to three years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What type of aircrafts are you learning to fly? Um, right now I'm flying the Cessna's 172s and 152. Those are like, the 172 are the four-seater. Yeah. And the 152 is a two-seater. And I'm also apply, uh, flying, flying <laughs> the Piper Archers, which are four-seaters yeah. as well. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So do you learn on a simulator or an actual aircraft? In the early stages, you actually go fly. You don't use a simulator. You start using the simulator when you do your night rating. So now that's flying at night. Yeah. So you first go into the sim just to get how everything works and the feel of everything. Yeah. Well, you can do it during the day as yeah. well. But in the sim, they, they create a situation where 
You're flying at night, practically uh, speaking. I think I would find it easier to fly a simulator, not actually. Uh, no, actually, the sim is so much harder because it's so sensitive. Literally, the smallest movement makes your aircraft do stuff you don't want it uh, to do. Okay. Yeah, so the actual flying is worth it. I wouldn't even lie to you. It's amazing. <laughs> what places would you love to fly to? Yeah, wow. Hey. <laughs> that is a lot. Honestly, I want to do the whole of South America. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> and then after that, branch into Africa as well. So there's no certain places that I want to go to specifically, but just mostly continents. Uh. So yeah, the least, so well, the last continent I would do is North America because I feel like it's just so overrated. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's big. It is. Do you have to finish school in order to learn to be a pilot? No, you don't, because you have to be 16. Well, you can start from 16. So some people, when you're 16, you're like in grade uh, yeah. 10. So, yeah. So let's see, how many years? Five more years? Okay. Yeah. Then, okay, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> so, yeah, once you're 16, you can start training. Yeah. But I wouldn't recommend quitting school. I would just recommend, like, doing them both. Uh, so flying and continuing with school. Because, okay. like... You kind of need your matric certificate. Okay, not yeah. kind of. You actually do need your matric <laughs> yeah. certificate to start applying for a job. So now if you quit when you're in grade 10 because you're already 16, yeah. it's going to be hard to get a job. Uh, so then, like, if how can you do them both if you're learning to be doing this and you're still at school? Like I, like I said earlier, you pretty much with aviation, you, you do everything at your own time. Yeah. So if you're still in school, school's like from 8 until like 2, 3. Yeah. And then after that, you can go and uh, fly. Yeah. yeah. Is it true that you need perfect vision and hearing to become a pilot? No. <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> I wear glasses. I'm not wearing them now because I don't yeah. like them. But <laughs> I wear glasses. You don't have to have, you know, 20-20 vision. But also with the hearing, uh, you can have a hearing aid. So you don't have to have uh, everything perfectly aligned. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Do you have to be very neat and well organized to be a pilot? Yes, absolutely. Because now the cockpit is a very, oh, it's a very busy scenario. No, it's a yeah. very busy environment. So now if you're untidy and stuff, you're going to be leaving stuff everywhere. And oh, now, when I leave it on the plane. Exactly. So now, should you be in like an emergency situation, it's going to be thing of, okay, I left this here and I need this. I don't know what it is. So it's, you just need to be very yeah. tidy and professional. <laughs> yeah. Do you need to know all the different parts of the plane and how they work? Yes, you do. Literally, the small planes that I'm flying now, right now, is not yeah. as complicated because like we have a standard six pack, so we call it. Yeah. You usually focus on Mostly these six instruments. Mm-hmm. And then with the big planes, so like your Boeings and your Airbuses, yeah. there's like buttons and everything everywhere. So you have to learn what each and every single one of that button is used for. And then yeah. you also kind of learn like the basics of how the engine works and how the fuel gets to the engine, uh, what yeah. the wings do. So yeah, you just get a basic summary of how everything works. It's not like you being a... An aeronautical engineer. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a lot of paperwork that needs to be done after the flight? Yes. Well, I think it also depends on where you're working. Because if you're still training, 
You literally just fill in your logbook and your flight folio. So now your oh, logbook yeah. is where you log in all your hours that you flew. And then the flight folio is for the aircraft, how long the aircraft flew, uh, yeah. how much fuel was put in, how much oil and all that stuff. But like commercially, I don't think you have, I think you still do the same paperwork. Yeah. But just in depth. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What is the most difficult part of learning to be a pilot? The theoretical part. The what? <laughs> oh, the th- oh, theoretical. Uh, the reading. Yeah, the uh, exams. Because okay. <laughs> the flying, once you learn how to fly, it's very easy. Yeah. But now this, the the writing of exams is like really stressful. Yeah. Like our pass mark is seventy five percent. So you need seventy five percent to pass one exam. Uh, okay. Yeah. Are there always two pilots that need to fly a plane? Plane. <laughs> When you're studying, it's a yes and a no. Yeah. When you first start, you're with your instructor. And then once you go solo, meaning you can take off and land on your own, you can start flying alone. Okay. And then once you get your private license, which is what I have right now, you can literally just fly alone uh, or with friends and family. And then once you go commercial, so flying for those big companies, yeah, there's always two people, the captain and the first officer. So then do you have, like, a plane if you just want to go for free, like, for fun or something? Yeah, uh, you hire from a school. Uh, yeah, it's called Hire and Fly. Uh-huh. So literally you just tell them how long you're going for. And then you Sorry. And then, <laughs> yeah, you take it. Well, you obviously need to pay them for it. But you tell them, yeah. listen, I'm going to this place and this place and this place. And then I'll I'll be gone. Back. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. be gone for this amount of hours. And then they literally give you the price and you go literally wherever you want to go and I said okay so I'm going to fly around Africa and then I'll come back (laughs) (laughs) well with our planes you'd have to make a lot of stops because I think it can only stay in the air for like four hours and then you'd need to refuel it so like you would go via yeah you'd have to stop at different places just to Uh, refuel it before you can continue flying around Africa uh, okay what is a cockpit a cockpit is where the pilots sit and steer, steer, fly the <laughs> yeah. aircraft. Yeah, like I said, it's a very busy environment because... How do I explain this? <laughs> it's very busy in relating to the fact that when you're taking off and landing, yeah. those are the most critical parts of flying because most accidents happen uh, in those stages. So the cockpit is a very hectic environment, especially... Apart from those two phases, should you have an emergency during flight, yeah, you both need to be in the right state of mind to be like, okay, I need to know what this, what what the alarm is saying to me and how to fix it. So now, the cockpit is literally just where you guys sit and yeah. <laughs> fly the aircraft. Yeah. yeah, and I discovered something recently. the The name cockpit comes from, you know, when chicken. For fight or fighting in like a circle arena type of thing. No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, but that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So it, it comes from that. So they'd fight in like a circular cage. So now aviation and marine type of things are linked. So with sailors, I think they're called. They would also sit in a circle type of thing called a cocktail. 
So now because um, aviation and marine type of things are related, we got the term cockpit um, from that because the World War One planes were also circular. The cockpit uh, was circular. Okay. So now they're more advanced. Now it's like more squarish. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. On that note, let's take a quick song break and we will be back soon. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Chai Kids, for Kids, by Kids. My name is Michelle Fan, and you are still listening to the Chai Kids Show, only on 101.9 Chai FM. Now let's carry on with our questions. Okay, can you play music in the cockpit? You see, this is a very tricky question, right? Because... <laughs> I was once watching a crash investigation, right? And one of the pilots was listening to music and then, yeah, the aircraft crashed. But as I was doing more research regarding it, some, some, hmm, it's allowed in some instances. Like with us when we're training, um, because we're flying shorter distances, some people do it. And then with the, commercial um, pilots, they still do it regarding what type of headsets they have, or headsets, headsets (laughs) they have, but then also they don't recommend it as well because they're flying long distances and now it can kind of make you lose your focus on Uh. what you mean to be doing. There's like a yes and no answer. I don't know how to answer. (laughs) (laughs) So were you in the plane when it Crashed because no. you said it did no, no, no. crash. I was watching a crash investigation. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is autopilot? Autopilot is a, a computer-based system which helps the plane. It's like a hmm. so it flies by itself. Yeah, it's what? <laughs> Does it fly by itself? Yeah, it it makes the aircraft not fly by itself, but like. The, the captains, oh, the captains, the pilots, what they do is they, they program what they want the plane to do. Uh, so they tell it, okay, I need it, I need you to stay at this altitude, for example, 35,000 feet, uh, yeah. to maintain this heading, for example, like heading one, one, one. And then it literally maintains that altitude and that heading. Until you until, want it to stop. Well, when you want it to stop, you literally just either switch it off or you just touch the control column. Uh, so now when you get into landing and taking off, you can't use the autopilot. You have to do it manually. So the autopilot is just to help you fly, fly without you having to keep the aircraft at that height uh, the whole way. Because you could be flying for like 14 hours. So now uh, it just helps you not to be here the whole time. Uh, okay. What is a captain and do they also fly? Yes, they do fly. A captain is the the highest ranking pilot for lack of a better term. So with the captain, he or she is the person that sits on the left-hand side of the cockpit. So they fly. Yeah, but we usually we take turns. So the captain could instruct the first officer to say, okay, you take off for this flight. Uh, and and then, then I'll do the radio calls and watch out all the instruments. Uh, okay. And then when you're landing, the captain might be saying, I'll take control. I'll land the aircraft. You just watch all the instruments. Uh, so, yeah, the captain's the one that's in charge in that environment. What's the furthest Furthest place you've flown to, either as a pilot or a passenger? As a passenger, the furthest I've flown. (laughs) (laughs) Cape Town, as a passenger. I'm still yet to travel. And then as a pilot myself, I flew. 
I don't know what's further between Rustenburg and Potchef's room. I don't but know yeah. what those are. It's, it's provinces. It's, uh, yeah, no, not provinces. <laughs> what lies? It's cities. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite destination? My favorite destination, I want to go to Santorini in Greece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so that's on my bucket list to go, but hopefully I'll be going to Brazil this year. Mm, that sounds so cool. <laughs> it really is. I want to go to America. Really? <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do when you get there? Harry Potter World. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Are kids allowed in the cockpit of a plane? No. So with the cockpit... Pretty much no one's allowed in there. Except for the... The pilots. Yeah. So now with the flight attendants, they either talk through the the radio communication system yeah. or they come in just to ask if they want, like, coffee or whatever. So, like, is there a door? Yeah. Or, so they pop their head through the door and say, Hi, can I please have some? Well, there's, like, a whole... It's, like, a password because no one's allowed in there, right? So they have to put in the password and then they go in and ask... What do you need? Is what anything? happens if they forget the password? You won't forget it. <laughs> you really won't. So do yeah. You, do you so prefer not, to take off or land? <sighs> Sorry, I interrupted no, you. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> I prefer landing. Because uh, for me, it's the most challenging part of the flying. Taking off is challenging as well, but it's kind of ass. easier. <laughs> because with take off, what you do is... You literally look at the speed. Okay, I need to lift off at this certain speed. I need to maintain the center line. So now with landing, it's the same thing. It's just that now you really have to pay attention to your speed because should your speed be too low, there's a high possibility that you might get into an accident. Uh, so it's more challenging for me, and I guess that's why I like it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. If you could fly anyone anywhere, who would it be and where would you go? My mom. Like, yeah, my mom is like, she's my everything. (laughs) So where I would take her, there's no certain place I would take her because she's done like so much for me. I would literally just take her anywhere. She'd be like, if she says to me, listen, I feel like going for lunch to this place. I'd be like, okay, come, let's go. (laughs) I really would not mind taking her anywhere in the world. So like if she said, okay, um, please go and fly me. I really want to go to America. Can Mm -hmm. I, can you? Please take me there. <laughs> yeah, if my schedule saying I'm going to America, I'll literally just get her a ticket and be like, Mom, Come we're with going. Me. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I would literally take her yeah. anywhere. Being a student, are you allowed to fly with passengers or just an instructor? No, being a student, you only fly with your instructor. And then once you get your private pilot license, you can fly with oh. passengers. Okay. Yeah. Do student pilots also have a uniform? Yes, we do. You, once you go solo, you get one stripe, which means, okay, you're now qualified, <laughs> certified. What happens if you have all stripes? You're a captain. Yeah, you have four stripes as a captain. Oh. Yeah. So once you get commercial, being that you're a first officer, three you have stripes. three stripes. And then for your student pilot license, you get one stripe, meaning I can, I can take off, I can fly alone. But that's it. I can't fly with anybody else. Either I'm alone or with an instructor. Uh. And then if you have a private pilot license, you can fly with anyone. Okay. What would happen if you want to become a pilot or, or but if you're afraid? Okay. Say that again. <laughs> what, ha- what would happen if you want to become a pilot but are afraid of heights? Go. <laughs> I would 
recommend you still do it if you really, really want to do it. Because they basically need to have the passion for it. It's very tiring and tedious. So you'd have to have a like a strong passion for it. So if you really want to do it, I'm just <laughs> I would recommend like doing activities that would uh, get you you know excited. out there. So like <laughs> skydiving or bungee jumping just to you know get the <laughs> feel of yeah. being up there. But I feel like most people is not the scared of being up there, the scared of falling from like uh, a high place. So yeah, once you do skydiving, you'll at least know, okay, I fell, I didn't die, so okay. I can do it. <laughs> what happens if you or a passenger gets motion sickness? Yeah, no, I don't get sick, okay? <laughs> but it, with other people, I would honestly recommend doing just small movements within the air, aircraft. Mm-hmm. Also, there's medication for it. So, but as as us as pilots, we're not really allowed to take medication because yeah, it messes with your system and everything. But like, they, but like what can, if you do get motion sickness? Just get up and walk around, right? But go to the bathroom frequently. Like for example, eat healthily. Don't now be drink eating junk food all the time because now that's also gonna make you drowsy. Uh, so yeah. I think like. If you know that you get a lot of emotional air sickness, just like research what would help before you go fly. Okay, so yeah. I'll do that next year. You should. Because I'm um, going somewhere next year. Is so, it? Yeah. Do you have motion sickness? This has been Hot Kids, Four Kids, Black Kids. My name is Michelle Fine and I'm 10 years old. Thank you to my guest, Norwazi Denalani, for coming on Hot Kids. And thank you to my producer, Senna. And DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Hi Kids show only on 101.9 Hi FM. Goodbye, kids.